You're listening to Intelligent Change with Courtney, the lifestyle podcast for micro and solo entrepreneurs, helping you navigate the ups, downs, and in-between of living life and building a business in the digital space. I'm your host, Courtney Jones, a mindset and peak performance coach, business consultant, and speaker who works with busy professionals to remember to parent themselves as they're out there changing their corner of the world. Thank you for joining me for Coffee and Convos. We're sipping on life, relationships, pop culture, and social media randomness in a digital world. Welcome to the Headspace. Well, hey, you feisty muffins. How you be? It's been a minute since we spoke, hasn't it? Yeah. It's like I've been running around. Life was calling. So, you know, just been dealing with the ups, downs, and in-betweens and uh, trying to make ish happen, you know? So, what's good? What's been going on? It's like I've been trolling. You know how I do. I've been trolling the internet in between my own issues. And because, you know, that's like one of the things, and I can definitely uh, recommend it. Um, Like, if you're ever I don't care what your issue is I mean unless you're like but really it no matter what's going on in your life you could be like so depressed you could be like all upset about your relationship you can get on and I recommend it for everyone you can get on Facebook or Instagram and you can literally search for I hate my boyfriend and like you can pull up all kinds of videos and stuff you can see other people's perspectives um I did realize the other day, um, I got really frustrated. I've been having an issue with a big box retailer who shall remain nameless. But um, they're close. They're the closest place for me to go grab my cigarettes during the day. So, uh, yes, we know cigarettes. Yeah, I don't want to hear any of those like PSA announcements or any of that. None of that. Okay, so, but that's where I get my six. And for some reason, this entire big box retailer with like two separate self serve stations and like eight or nine like regular um, checkout lanes, for some reason has one entire register in the entire store where they can sell cigarettes at yes yes this is what I'm talking about this sort of weird inefficiency so like it doesn't matter if you're just running in really quick um if you're doing your grocery shopping it's fine but if you're just running in really quick and you really are a better candidate for the quick fast um self-checkout but you've got to go like to a lane that where you literally are behind people with large baskets of random items and it's like to stand in line for 30 minutes um to get the cigs it's it's because a a process now and it was kind of you know it was getting to me I will admit it people it was getting to me and you know I'm a champion of technology you know I know some of my friends were a little worried when the self-checkout came but they now too swear by the the breeze and ease of going straight through because ideally when you're a self-checkout type of person you kind of can gauge how much you should carry or how much you can carry to the actual checkout and it's like it keeps it to a minimum you can get through quickly you're out and on about the rest of your life um if you are not not one of those and you have to stand in line with a really big basket then it eats up a lot of your day so that's just one of the things I don't know like I'm not sure how to make that more efficient maybe um, have more cigarettes and more registers maybe allow um, 
uh, the cashiers to be able to go get it. Now, maybe you don't want to traipse all over the store if you're a cashier, but it's like if you're close around that particular area where the cigarette station is, then I don't think it should be a big deal if one of the cashiers is allowed to just come around and uh, grab a pack for you. But I don't know. That's just me, and it's probably why I'm not in big box retailing. So I don't know. But uh, you know me. I'm always looking at the consumer side of it, and it just seems like it would be faster. Well, and so on to other uh, tech news. I'm so glad to see that um, Anchor is not only making some new uh, updates, lots of new people on the Anchor platform. You know, I'm always pushing it. Like, if you don't know how to make a podcast, if you're like, if you're, if it's easy for you to sit in a room and just randomly talk out loud to yourself, then podcasting might be for you. And I'm always telling my friends that people who just think it's so weird that I would want a podcast. And it's like, it's it's for me, it's something I listen to constantly. I listen to them all the time. I'm always listening to other people. Hey, it's Courtney with Intelligent Change with Courtney. And I just wanted to thank you for tuning in. I also wanted to remind you to hit the subscribe button so you can be notified as soon as a new episode comes out. That's it. I don't want you to miss any of this delicious goodness. That's right. This ear candy that's keeping you motivated in the ups, downs, and in-betweens of life as a digital nomad and micro-entrepreneur in the digital space. Enjoy the ride. So don't forget, hit the subscribe button and tell all your friends. Oh yeah, and if you're interested in working with me, Hit the link in the bio. So has it been crazy or what? So I know you guys have noticed, like, that if you're not an astrology buff, um, what's going on up in the skies besides just the fact that we found salt water on Mars? Did anybody hear about it? It's like there's a, um underground, like, very salt water, um, like, body of water, like, on Mars that they've been able to see, like, with the radar or whatever. So, yeah, like, not just in the skies, uh, but in astrology, um, which I am a buff, but in astrology, Mars, um, just about all of the planets are going backwards right now. They're going retrograde. So that's a lot of, like, the craziness that's going on. And it's like, so you can get, like, a jump on it. As here says, the level up. If you know how to, like, dance around it. It's like you don't have to know astrology to understand, like, the own rhythms of the ups and downs in your own life. And being able to see, like, um, a lot of times with retrograde, especially with Mercury retrograde, that's like a communication so you'll start seeing that you have to redo, revise the mis- mis- things that you agreed to um, at the beginning of the month. Um, like they might have to go, you have to go back over them, review, revise, redo certain things. So you're, um, it can feel like a slowdown, it can feel like a stall, but you don't have to look at it that way. You can flip the script, you can use the bounce back mindset, and you can literally say, okay, this is a slowdown to give me a chance to go over with a fine tooth comb and make sure that I got like all my I's dotted and my T's crossed and make sure that you're really going in the direction that you want to go. So you can like, um, you can use it to, you can work it in your advantage if you know how to do it. And like I said, you don't have to be an astrology buff, but um when we're talking about like mercury being retrograde your communications the way that um you present yourself out into the public when i talk about the um the re's the redo the revise um what you'll be what 
seems to be a lot in the air with everything that we're looking at. We're looking at, like, even with politics, like Manafort's trial has started. Um, we're looking at Facebook announced yesterday that there was, like, some subversive group that was actually, you know, pretending to be um, a black activist group and actually, like, named and tagged a bunch of other, like, um, um, POC groups that were, like, um, pushing for... Um, activism and, and wanting to be heard and asking their voice to be heard and there's apparently like three fake pages were created on Facebook um, they had apparent over 300 I think it was 30 events that they had hosted um, and posted about on Facebook all of these about these rallies and things to like get people really wild up one of them actually had like over 3,000 people that were interested or planning on attending and they were it was like a fake group it's like some subversive group they're saying the Russian but it's like some subversive so you know you got to pay attention people like focus and that's one of the things we're going back we're looking okay what we thought we believed the way we used to do it is that does it have to be that way is it the right way um are we is there maybe we achieve more information in the interim so what we thought it was maybe it isn't so just really going back through every area places where Another good thing that's good about when planets are going backwards and you're going backtracking over things, it gives you, it's not only that gap between where you're at and where you want to be, but when you're giving your chance, yourself that chance to review and revise, it's like you're, you're, you're not only decreasing the gap there, but you're gaining a lot more um, wisdom in how to do it or, or what works for you and what doesn't so those are things that you don't have to go back through again so that's one of the things that i embrace about mercury retrograde now we do have a lot of the other planets like saturn so we're seeing huge changes too like changes in the systems and even the way that we think about our systems and whether that's from like the way we do school or healthcare. um trump is wondering if uh, if he's gonna get his wall built, so you know it's like there's there's different like ways that um, we've had the situation with these uh, migrant children that have been separated from their parents. That's one of the a big issue when we've got like a Saturn um, going backwards like that, backtracking. Okay, what we have is policy. Does it even make sense when we're dealing with individual, actual, real life people? And so we're looking at a lot of that like in the tech community as well, and it's like. So kind of rehashing, looking at it, it can be easy to fall back into the refrain of, well, that's the way we've always done it. But now it's kind of a, a chance to say, but it, it does it have to be that way or is that the best way to do it? I think people forget a lot of times that like we're all like there's a peak, a, a, the top of the mountain, the mountaintop. But there's a multitude of paths that can get you to the top of the peak. Like if you're a mountain climber, if you hike, like you know that. Now, there's some ways where you got to chop through the brush a little bit to get there. There's other ways where the path has already been worn smooth because people have already moved through it. And it's like, and you can choose to move through the smooth path. Um, sometimes you might feel a little more rugged and adventurous. So you want to step off into like the unbeaten path. But there are always times, like I said, that's the ups, downs, and in-betweens. Because when you learn to navigate, you know, or you can sense when it's time, which path is going to get you there faster. 
and it's like and sometimes it might be chopping through the woods other times it literally might just be taking the smooth road so it's like but this this week this month and especially um over the next couple of months because we're kind of planting seeds right now because uh, we also have it's this eclipse that we have the lunar eclipse it is also about it's a new moon so it's about new beginning the seeds that we're planting now which is why it's so important to like clear the ground that's why it's so important to do that reviewing that revising that redoing so that when you're planting seeds you're clear on the, the crop that you want the, the the fruit that you want to produce Where the okay. so I'm just perusing the news here and I'm like, what the H E double hockey sticks is going on? Um like just well like I said, everything is we're we're seeing huge shifts just in like systems and mindsets and the way we do things. And one thing that I'm seeing that's been really interesting, um, kind of across the board, across industries, um, Facebook has been getting it this week, I'll tell you. Like they started off the week with their investors pissed off, buddy. Like they have like their stock has dropped um or like more than what two billion dollars like it ridiculous amounts of change that we're talking about here and it's uh, really stemming from as mark zuckerberg said um facebook's need to kind of police the whole world that is Facebook, and um, which encompasses and includes a whole lot of the regular physical, like people that are participants in the 3D world as well. So, you know, everybody wants the safeguards. They want all of the Facebook to be the big bad patroller of the fake news because nobody wants to be discerning and what, what they take in. So they want Facebook to be the patroller. And so the thing is, Facebook is like, hey, it costs to be the boss. So, you know, like they started off the week already like kind of giving the bad news yesterday it gets even worse um they uh, have to rescind they pull like three facebook pages that um were supposedly legitimate um i forgot what the name of it i was i'm trying to see if i can find it here in the article but they pulled three pages and i was reading it yesterday and they were talking about how this what caught my attention with this particular thing not just because facebook is finding more fake pages but because these are like very like focused and concerted efforted attacks here now when people kept saying ah the russians couldn't have done anything with the election and even when that was first being tossed around i was explaining to people that i knew it's like dude it's very very simple to do it people don't check and double check people want to be told so that they don't have to find out for themselves so it's very easy if something comes through your news feed to read and go what and if there's a recent and you might share it and share it with your friends girl did you see what happened over here and then you share it but the thing is is, and let's say that it's rescinded or it's, it's found to be fake news and they share they like that's put out in the feed nine times out of ten that's not going to be shared so all you're really op operating off is that first um a basis and it literally the the structure and foundation of your belief was off of wrong information from the very beginning so it's going to throw off any hypothesis that you have about it and so what i'm looking at is in this particular instance with facebook it's a group 
That's like these right wing brushes, like they found, they traced it back to the fake account. And what these people are doing is they're putting out, um, they were putting out an event that's uh, supposed to be in like, I think the end of August or September, where it's all about like taking down Trump and activists who believe in, in freedoms. And, you know, like it's, it's that typical, what do we call it? The left leaning uh, uh, liberal uh, kind of, you know, hollywash. Like, but if that's what we're calling it now, pay attention to this because here's where the switch comes in. So they're putting it out there. They've got this event. They want people to show up in D DC, well, pump your brakes, because it turns out that this particular event was uh, a fake. Yes, it was not. The whole group is like a bunch of right-wing folks um, backed, I guess, by the Russians. But the thing is, look at how they flipped the script a little bit. Look at how they sent the Trojan horse in. They sent in a fake page, all excited about activism, to a group of people that they knew would immediately jump on it. And then the way that they cemented the deal is they tagged uh, groups like Black Lives Matter, like all of these like um, groups that have been really, really pounding the pavement and like getting out there and speaking and like trying to bring a voice to like not only the disembodied but like the the really disconnected like and so they're saying hey we have a voice we need to be heard and these freaks are like literally putting these Facebook pages out everyone's excited one of the pages for one of the events had over 30,000 people that um were excited about attending so you got to pay attention to what's going on around there. It's not just Facebook that's got to pay attention. You got to really like, you know, that's what that intelligent change is about, you know, using that mental to go to think a little bit deeper than a little bit with everything that you're reading or that you're coming across. And it's like, and it's, it's crazy. It's like it, with a lot of the hacks and stuff that we're seeing, it's literally coming from not being aware or doing things without thinking. Oh, that sounds cool. Let me sign up. So, and I'm not really, like, a huge gamer. Like, I definitely love it. It's a great pastime. I'd much rather game than um, watch TV. Although my um, preference tends to lean more towards the action-adventure, um, more towards uh, the simulation. You know those farm builders and city builders? Like, I'm more, like, towards that, the simulation, the business simulation games. But um, unless you're literally hiding under a rock, like, you cannot not know about Fortnite. And it's a third-person combat game that has, like, really seen its success, like, take off well, in large part because of Twitch, um, which is a stream service that and like everyone's always posting their video game content up there so you know it, it can kind of be intimidating and it's like this huge virtual world like um, it's dominating right now the world of video games and so there's so much pressure to not just play this game but to really be good at it that apparent apparently um, parents are going so far as to actually hire coaches so that their uh, the kids can like level up so they can be better Fortnite players and according to like Bleacher Report like there are parents that are paying like 10 to 20 dollars an hour so their kids can like rank and so they can get up there and just show off on Fortnite so like if you're not really like and it's it's a whole like immersive experience like the players can purchase skins they can get accessories like back bling the uh, game has its own in-game digital currency so there's a lot of um, add-on elements that 
don't necessarily have the competitive advantage, but it really has created like incredible revenue for um, Epic, which is uh, Epic Games, who has like really struggled with this Fortnite. So I'm just interested, like if you're a player, like what is the deal there? Like, what do you think about that? Have you seen people? Are you a Fortnite coach? If you are, that would be awesome. Like definitely like leave a voice message if you are. Like I would love to talk to somebody who is like literally so good at Fortnite that they're getting paid to teach others. You're listening to Intelligent Change with Courtney, and I'm your host, Courtney Jones. Thanks so much for tuning in. Um, if you'd like to call in or leave a comment, then please, by all means, please do so. I am responding and saying what's up to everybody that calls in or favorites the show, and I do appreciate it. Been wondering where to find me when I'm not on Anchor? Tune in. Ah!